It's a new month. It's June 1st. It's Wednesday. New slave, but we're going to keep winning at windailysports.com. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hop in our expert chat and check out all the free content in windailysports.com. Free articles all day, every day. I'm Jay. This is Adam. We're here to cover the Wednesday main slate for DraftKings and FanDuel. Adam, Hit us with the stats of the top pitchers on the slate that we're going to be targeting on the main slate on Wednesday. Yeah, for me, uh, Robbie Ray's first man in. Um, you know, matchups kind of make the fights here. Cortez and Scooble both draw much tougher matchups than Robbie Ray does. You know, he 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 came on in the month of May, and it might not look at it with a 534 ERA, but the exit was 281, and the K rate jumped to about 33%. The um, the Orioles have the third highest K rate when facing a lefty. That's what we like to see when we're going to look for Robbie Ray. Uh, they whiff over 26% of the time. They're no higher than 24th in weighted runs created. Plus, Woba, OPS, ice, anything. Any offensive category you want, the Orioles are bad in. For me, like it didn't quite work out with Gosman last night. I thought he was the clear-cut best pitcher in the slate. You can't let that stuff bother you. I'm going right back to what I think is the best pitcher to select, and it's Robbie Ray. To that same point, man, I'm not going to break what's what. – I'm not going to fix what's broken here. I went with Kirby last night in my main lineup on FanDuel. He went out there and mowed down these Orioles, 8Ks in six innings. So, Robbie Ray, can he get you eight? Can he get you seven? He can probably go clean against these Orioles. So, I like the Ray call. He's currently only a minus 150 favorite. I actually like that bet, man. I think that's a pretty fair line. Anytime you have any team going against the Orioles and you have an ace attached to that team, I kind of like that bet looking at it early here for the Wednesday, June 1st slate. Um, outside of Robbie Ray, you mentioned Cortez. Cortez came out of nowhere. Look, I live in New York. I'm a Met fan, of course, but nobody was talking about this guy in the Yankees. None of my friends were talking about him. This guy just comes out with his little mustache and just strikes out batter after batter after batter. So Cortez still in play for me. The Yankees are the better team here. I think they win this game. couple tough matchups against the Angels with Mike Trout, of course, but I do like Cortez. If you go Cortez with Ray, going to be a little bit tough. So Adam, value here. Is there any value here? Any love for – look, I'm looking at the Red Sox with Whitlock potentially – and I might be dangerous enough to go with Hunter Green. I know he's getting blown up. I know he's had some bad starts, but he can always sprinkle in a good start with that arm of his. So what's he thinking? Yeah, I do like Whitlock. I'm not sure I can get there with Hunter Green. Um, you know, we do know the talent level is there, but the the potential for just abject disaster is certainly there as well. With Whitlock, you know, some people might point out that when he's been a starter, he has an ERA over four. Wub was over 315, and I get it. Like, he's looked worse as a starter, statistics-wise. But, man, he just – he drew such a rough five-start stretch. Like, I don't know quite how to value all the metrics as a starter, right? Because this last game, okay, his strikeouts really weren't there against the Orioles, but he made it through six innings. Before that, you're looking at Toronto, the Angels, Atlanta, Houston. Seattle's probably a better offense than people realize, like, that was a tough road for him to get through. So I, I'm not buying fully into, you know, he can't start. The The fact that he went six innings is a really strong sign to me. And I think the K's come back, and he's probably not priced accurately for his upside here. 
Yeah, I think that's a good spot there. Look, I'll take a couple shots on green if I'm entering more than 10 lineups. Cortez in play. I'm going to stay away from Scooble. Look, Minnesota's lineup is just too strong here. Staying away there. Robbie Ray, great spot, 9,500. Might take a shot or two on Kopech. Dude still ace potential here. Toronto's been heating up, so I'm not going to target him on you know my main lineup or any optimal lineups, but I think he's in play. And then, Adam, you mentioned a guy prior to the show here, Springs, out of Tampa Bay. Six innings, six Ks in his last start, 5.2 in the start before with seven Ks. His pitch count only reached 80. So if this guy can go maybe 90, if he can get to 90, we're looking at even more upside here. Texas has been hitting a little bit better here. Thoughts on Springs for a DraftKings SP2, your second SP, going with one of these top dogs, like we said, Robbie Ray or Cortez? Yeah, I'm going to have, uh, I don't want to say quite a bit because I know Whitlock's right there, but I will definitely have some interest. I will certainly have some lineups with Springs in it. The start against the Yankees, you know, he got a little bit lucky. Um, the Yankees did not exactly throw out their best lineup. Stanton was hurt. Donaldson's hurt. And even then, I think their top three hitters were dangerous in that lineup. And then the rest were pretty, pretty subpar. So he did draw, you know, about the best spot possible. But, you know, you look, he, he generated, still got six strikeouts, seven against Baltimore. He's pitching well, and the price, again, just like Whitlock, it doesn't reflect what he's been putting on paper. The Rangers can be pesky against lefties, but at 6,200, I don't need him to go out there for seven innings and strike out 10 guys. I mean, 6,200 is what Mookie Betts has been costing you lately. Now, looking at stacks here, man, uh, the Mets aren't on this slate, so we can't stack up one of the hottest hitting teams, but the Yankees are. Detmers came out. Threw a no-hitter against Texas. Then he struck – I mean, Tampa Bay. Then he struggled against Texas in two consecutive starts, only lasting three and two-thirds in the first start. Then six innings and five home runs. Four home runs in the last two games, both to Texas again. Now he gets a tougher lineup, and he's a big lefty, but you got righties galore on these Yankees. And they hit on Tuesday. They'll probably hit again on Wednesday. Are the Yankees your number one stack on Wednesday slate? They're in the running for it. Um, I mean, you look at Detmer's fly ball rate over 46%. That's never great in New York. He's sitting on his four seam about 44% to the right side. Judge, Rizzo, Glaber Torres, all 235 ISO or higher against that pitch. He doesn't really shut down the left side of the plate. It's a lefty-lefty matchup. Rizzo is perfectly fine in my book. 458 XFIP against the right side of the plate. And the big thing is he doesn't strike people out. And that's always scary. If you can't miss the Yankee bats, it doesn't tend to end well for you. I think the eighty-seven price, eighty-seven hundred dollar price tag, is pretty ridiculous. I understand he had a no hitter, you know, three starts ago. I don't care. Usually we don't target uh, pitchers at this price range, but he's just not priced correctly at all. Now thoughts on the Dodgers, man? They're getting beat up by your Pirates. I don't know if it's going to last on Wednesday. Quintana's pitching. 2.15 ERA, kind of shocking the guys out there doing his thing. Every single start, we're not going to pitch him, even though he went out there against the Dodgers earlier in May. Six innings, two hits, no earned runs, only five Ks. Do we like the Dodgers at all, or are the Dodgers fool's gold, you know, going against the Pirates and Quintana? They probably won't be my, you know, number one priority. Um, I think they're fine. I think kind of your normal suspects. You know, I think Mookie has to cool off at some point. That, that's debatable the way he's swinging the bat right now. Maybe maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. 
you know, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman's always cool for lefty-lefty matchup as well. Um, you know, you go up and down to the lineup, they have good hitters. You know, Chris Taylor's you know, probably going to be sneaky. But for me, I'm probably looking towards the Seattle Mariners before I go uh, against the uh, – or go after the Dodgers here. Kyle Bradish, well, I think he's talented. He just hasn't shown it yet. And this guy just cannot get righty hitters out yet. <laughs> Uh, 4.11 home run per nine against the right side of the plate, <clears throat> a FIP over nine, and an XFIP over five against the right side. So if you're a righty in that dog, or the Mariners lineup, excuse me, I'm all about it. And Julio Rodriguez is only 4,500, and I'm really looking towards him in a big way here. Yeah, I like that call, man. You go stack Seattle with Robbie Ray, the perfect pairing. It makes <clears throat> a lot of sense. But I'm going to stop you for a second. I saw a Twitter post the other day that basically had a headshot of every best player, didn't matter the sport, from every city. And I got stopped on L.A. And I got to ask you now, Mike Trout was the L.A. poster child. He was the best athlete in L.A. But looking at their careers right now, right, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. Who's got the better career at this point? He's won rings. The numbers are pretty damn close. Defensively, they're both gold glovers. And one stays healthy or more healthy than the other. My, I got a two-part question. A, who are who is the better player up until this point in career? And B, if you can trade places with one of these two guys, who would you be, Mike Trout or Mookie Betts? I mean, without knowing every single number right off the top of my head, I'd still probably lean Trout. The rings don't matter to me because baseball more than anything is, is a team sport. It's not Mike Trout's fault that the team around him has been trash for most of his career. And, you know, if you told me who do I want to be right now, it's it's probably still bets because I probably still have a much better chance to r- win a ring with the Dodgers than I do the Angels. But, again, that doesn't mean Mookie Betts is better. And that's not taking anything away from Mookie Betts by any stretch. But I'll probably still take Trout with the openness to be – wrong in that if you know there's a a strong statistical case and as far as like trout winning that poll he has to because mookie betts isn't really i don't want to say he's not known as a dodger he's been there for a minute now but you know like he made his name in boston trout's never been anywhere else i I give them that but it was like just you know it was just it stood out to me it wasn't like mookie betts was number two but it just trout was de facto there and he might not be the best player on his team as of last year, but this year he is starting off really high. He's won me some money. So no hate to Mike Trout, but I thought that was kind of interesting that Mookie Betts wasn't even – look, you can only put one face up there. So I, I'm assuming he was in the discussion there. Mookie's uh, had a pretty good career, but like you said, um, done more for Boston at this point than he did for uh, the L.A. Dodgers there. Looking at Vegas here, Robbie Ray, like I said, minus 150 favorite kind of like the Mariners to beat up on the Orioles again. One of my favorite plays of the day. I'm going to be looking for props again. We nailed the, the Kirby props for Seattle. That was when we ran the train on all the way up to 7Ks. His prop was actually only 3.5Ks. We'll be posting more props in our Win Daily Sports Discord, so make sure you check that out. Now, Adam, sneaky stacks, good value. Where are you finding it on this little slate on Wednesday night? I mean, Seattle was not priced badly at all, but if you're going elsewhere, um, I mean, I'm not necessarily adverse to taking one or two Pirates bats against Mitch White. I don't think he's been anything special. 
Uh, you know, the, the previous two starters have kind of underperformed. You get a guy like Brian Reynolds, only 3,800. Um, somebody like that, even the kid they just called up, I'm not even sure how to pronounce the guy's first name. Tuchapita Marcano. I I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. I feel pretty comfortable with Marcano, part of it at least. But he hit another home run last night. Like 2,200. Hey, you could do worse. You know, lefty outfielder for almost stone minimum. I don't mind those kind of plays. Look, Pittsburgh's starting to hit. Dodgers are struggling. I love to see it, man. Because I know you're a Pirates fan. I'm a Mets fan. So I need the Dodgers to keep on losing. Any love for Tampa Bay uh, against Gray here? There's some cheap bats in his lineup. Um, not too many, but you, you got Choi at 4,400. Um, you got a couple other guys. Franco is most likely going to still be out here. I know that he lowers hit, the upside he the here. today, so yeah. He'll, he'll still yeah, be out. so Tampa Bay, it's going to be supremely under-owned. Trying to look for some value here. I think Chicago – the White Sox, look, they're playing without Tim Anderson, so that low is their upside here. But guys like potentially Berger at 3,600 against Ryu makes sense. Um, look who's in that lineup. by who has been struggling. He's only 4K. Gavin Sheets probably play as well. There is some, there is a little bit of value here against Ryu, but I think this is a clear slate just to go ahead and stack Seattle. Um, potentially, like Adam said, you got a couple other lineups here. Dodgers in play. Pittsburgh's in play. We got to see these lines roll out. I'm definitely going to be nailing some props over our Wind Daily Sports Discord chat. And as of right now, I do think this the Cincinnati Boston game could be sneaking two different ways. Look, the over under is nine. You can get your pitches out of here, but Boston's also one of the the hottest lineups. You know, as of this past ten days, past two weeks, they've been mashing the ball. And Hunter Green is boomer bust here. I can see him go out there and get six or seven Ks, maybe two earned, or he can be out in two innings and he can let up seven, eight runs real quick with some walks and these power bats for Boston. So keep an eye on this game. We'll talk about it more on our Discord chat. Don't forget about the golf PGA DraftCast on our YouTube channel as well. These guys broke down the Memorial Tournament, which kicks off on Thursday. And I've been reading all the golf articles. We have a new writer in Deep Dive, Dave. He's nailed some outrights already on a Dutch golf tour. See you nailed Sam Burns. You could got him anywhere from 80 to 1 to 120 to 1. So cash in on all the bets and all the ways we win at windailysports.com. We'll be back for Thursday. Adam, good job on your part. Ace of the slate. He's got Robbie Ray. We like the Seattle Mariners as well. We are out of here and we'll be back tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.